0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, that's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. He Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
1: Obviously, with the events that have transpired in the sports world, with the protest for racial injustice, with so many games over the last 24 to 48 hours being called off, you kind of had a sense, at least I did, when I got word with the NHL, we also got word that the NBA is going to pick back up. For those of you who were wondering, are they going to return to action? Of course, they were going to return to action, whether that's on Saturday, Sunday, we'll have to wait and see. But at least for this Thursday, on August the 28th, I think anybody who kind of had Half a brain figured, okay, just observing and watching what you're seeing, odds are the Mets and the Miami Marlins are not going to be playing baseball. And the day continues to kind of evolve. I know I got back, played around the golf, not great, might I add. I do odds on sports, and I, I keep waiting, I keep waiting, I keep waiting for the notification to come on Twitter, I'm like ready to announce it, that the Mets and the Marlins have been postponed. Now, I want to start on a positive note, actually give, you know, both teams, in a sense of the way they honored Jackie Robinson, the 42 seconds, moments of silence, then they basically go off the field and they go their merry way, and they honor... Racial injustice in that way. That's all well and good. The storyline, though, should have been that. But it turns out with the Mets, it just can never be what it's supposed to be. So what am I referencing? What am I talking about? For those of you who maybe been like off the grid for like the last eight to 10 hours, well, I can tell you. So... At around 6 o'clock, literally right as I'm getting ready to do the show, and I'm going over like odds for the AFC East and the NFC East, Uh, I said, all right, let me go on Twitter. Let me see if this Met game is going to be played. And I see this video that is leaked, that is clearly not supposed to be for public consumption of Brody Van Wagenen destroying the... Leadership of Rob Manfred, or so it appears. Talking about Rob Manfred, not getting it. Discussing how basically in this particular call. They wanted the players to go out. Do a moment of silence and then come back an hour later and play the game. And you could tell by the tone of Brody Van Wagenen that he was not about it. He got the sense that his players were very much not about it. And what ended up happening here is that call, which was not supposed to get leaked, was not supposed to be for public consumption. Of course, it ends up finding its way for public consumption. Some people are going to say, well, Brody's got to watch what he's saying. Hot mic, hot mic, hot mic. You know what, in, in, in that instance, probably had no idea. You should say, yeah, maybe he's got to know better. But his message was a 1,000% spot on. I don't think anybody would mistake me for being a Brody Van Wagenen apologist. Not in the least. In fact, I have been rather critical of Brody's moves, the diaz um, let go of Zach Wheeler, just... The way the Mets have been run over the last two years, I've not been a big proponent. I've had plenty of disagreements with the Met General Manager. But when it comes to that proposed idea that was thrown out there, yeah, I agree with him a thousand percent. So that gets leaked. Then the Mets go about their business and the Marlins go about their business. But this is where things get real nasty and this is where things get real ugly. So, what I'm going to do right now, and I apologize for anybody who has heard these statements, but because they are so contrasting and because they are so conflicting, I figure I might as well read them to you. This is from Brody Van Wagenen. Jeff Wilpon called Commissioner Manfred this afternoon to notify him that our players voted not to play. They discussed the challenges of rescheduling the game. Jeff proposed an idea of playing a game an hour later. I misunderstood that this was the commissioner's idea. In actuality, this was Jeff's suggestion. The players had already made their decision, so I felt the suggestion was not helpful. My frustration with the commissioner was wrong and unfounded. I apologize to the commissioner for my disrespectful comments and poor judgment in inaccurately describing the contents of his private conversation with Jeff Wilpon. Now. Is this Brody. Basically trying to. Make Jeff Wilpon a full man. Because Jeff Wilpon doesn't want it to be the commissioner. Maybe because of a potential sale. Maybe because of how Rob Manfred basically was getting blasted. Again. To the high heavens. Because people. And rightfully so. Going back to the Astros scandal. Going back to baseball and how they were trying to restart matters after COVID-19. There aren't a whole lot of folks listening to this show at this point who are big proponents of Rob Manfred and the job he's done in running Major League Baseball. Like, if I were to put up a Twitter poll right now, like an approval rating, you know, like we do that for, you know, politicians or celebrities or Uh, I'm sure there's one about me and my radio show. Hopefully it's, you know, high-quality ratings, I would hope. High-quality approval ratings. No, I'm not going to be sweating those numbers like a politician. Don't worry. I got too much golf to play. Are you kidding me? But the approval rating for Manfred is terrible. So, I'm sure he was in love with the fact that he's getting roasted on a day where he probably never in a million years thought he was going to get roasted. So, That is the statement from Brody. Then, a couple hours later, you get statements from Fred Wilpon and you get statements from Jeff Wilpon. And they are quite a doozy. And I was stunned, absolutely stunned, when the Mets went out of their way to make a statement on this. Brody, I understand. Leaked video, you know, it is what it is. Probably a little bit embarrassed by it. I get why Brody would come out and give you a statement. I was stunned you got something out of the Mets. This is from Fred Wilpon. Quote, I am very distressed and disappointed to learn tonight that our general manager, Brody Van Wagenen, by the way, they couldn't even spell his damn name right. I mean, who is looking at these press releases? I mean, that reminds you of so many emails that you get. And I don't know if you guys have ever run into this. And I'm like embarrassed anytime I do it. Where I like send an email and I'm like, holy smokes, I just spelt it wrong. Can I delete? Can I delete? No. But like for a statement that is supposed to be like professionally done. I mean, it's a thousand times worse than an email. Can we get the damn name right? But I am very distressed and disappointed to learn that our GM Brody Van Wagen made disrespectful, inaccurate comments about our commissioner and longtime close friend of mine. I hold Rob in the highest regard and in no way are Brody's remarks reflective of my views or the organization's. Rob continues to be a great leader for Major League Baseball. I apologize for any harm this incident has caused Rob. Now, this is from Jeff Wilpon. To clear up any misunderstandings, it was my suggestion to potentially look into playing the game later because of scheduling issues. Brody's misunderstanding of a private conversation was and is inexcusable. We fully respect our players and the Marlins players to their decision to not play tonight and appreciate the sincerity of all those who wish to draw attention to social injustices and racial inequalities that must be addressed. The entire Mets organization remains committed to creating Meaningful change in our society. All right, well that's nice. Except for the fact that why do I need these statements coming out from Met ownership? Why? To me, there is an easy reason for it. Easy reason. The Mets are in a position where they're selling the team. And I think their relationship with Rob Manfred is important to them. Why? Because maybe I'm reading too much into this. Maybe I'm trying to connect the dots a little bit. But I, for one, kind of see it as the ownership group currently, the Wilpons, want to have some form of say into who's going to get the team. And we know there's no love loss currently between the Mets, the Wilpons, and Steve Cohen. And maybe this is, you know, a part of the thought process in trying to make sure, all right, whatever you do, we'll get our money, we'll get a ton, just don't sell to him. Please, we want to make sure we stay on your good side, Rob. Don't sell to him. Because you had an employee make a mistake. Why do you need ownership coming out and giving you these ridiculous statements? To me, and this is the way I look at it, and it's amazing how Met ownership and the people in charge can go out of their way to change what you know the primary focus should be on Thursday night, which is the Mets and the Marlins not playing a baseball game, but they can't help themselves. They literally can't help themselves. These sort of gas constantly happen to the New York Mets. No coincidence. It starts at the top. They threw Brody Van Wagenen under the bus. Completely. Every which way they threw Brody Van Wagenen under the bus. You know, normally... This sort of thing happens. You let Brody make the statement and apologize. You move on. Instead, you got to make it this art form of a total clown show where it's like trying to figure out whose idea it was. Turns out it was a terrible idea from ownership. Commissioner gets involved. GM is leaked. And you actually feel for Brody. I, I, I can't believe I'm saying this because I've been so critical of him. But actually feel for him. He never in a million years thought that he was on a live camera. He's going back and forth, having his conversation. He thinks it's a god-awful idea. And he's got to answer all sorts of questions for it after the game. Or the game that was supposed to be played. These sort of incidents always seem to happen to the Mets. I'm not hallucinating. Seems like you have at least two or three D's on a yearly basis. Some differ than others. But the fact that you got, you know, the owner of the team destroying the general manager, the GM of the team, you know, mistaking the commissioner for owner and all of the madness and the chaos that ensues, It was yet another reminder to me Of why the Mets need new ownership in the absolute worst way. And obviously the product on the field. It starts at the top. It's no secret. Look at a majority of the sports franchises that are successful. If you were to look at a majority of those franchises stable, secure, top-notch ownership is what you're going to get. Can you make the argument? Can you make the case you've had that with the Mets? The answer is a resounding no. Top-notch organizations don't end up with the cat-calling, name-calling, these you know, sparring PR press releases that basically turned into a he said, he said. On a day in which the attention should have been, you know, the 42 seconds of a moment of silence and the Mets of the Marlins not playing on Thursday night. No, that's no longer the topic of conversation from the Mets standpoint. Because... I think for a whole lot of people around baseball, they're looking in the Mets and they're saying, geez, how in the world could you guys be dumb enough to screw this up? How in the world could you be dumb enough to not have everybody on the same page? And why would you go out of your way to make a situation that already, you know, is not the best and totally blow it completely out of the water and make it a thousand times worse? Clearly Brody Van Wagenen is basically in yo-all mode as far as I'm concerned. Because I think he realizes he's probably not going to be back whenever there's new ownership that comes in. I'm sure he has levels of frustration with the job he's currently doing right now. And he is going to come across as a guy who's incredibly player-friendly. Makes sense. Because, after all, what's his background? Being a player agent. And if he's out as Mets GM, well, what's next? probably on his way back to CAA. But I don't know how anybody like watch these events unfold. And I'm no, you know, master of PR. You know, you could ask some of my uh, friends and Syracuse people out of Newhouse School. we we'll probably give you a clinic on what not to do. And this would be maybe one of their classes for the New York Mets. These elements happen all the time. If I'm a Mets fan, Seeing all this take place, I'm saying, geez, when can I get some new ownership? Because from the top down, the just lack of awareness, the continuous gas on a consistent basis, and the overall product on the field, you put that all together, kind of brings you to where you're at at this point. And I don't think there's a fan on the planet who would listen to me right now and say, you know what? I'm in love with my ownership group. Give me a break. (sighs)